What's up, y'all? We got a huge football Monday. Y'all were watching the games last night, so let's get right to it. The Chiefs, it did not go so well as they lost to the Colts. Is that a big deal or no deal at all? And how about the Philadelphia Eagles? Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, 3-0, still flying high. But is Jalen Hurts really all that good? And then remember, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers got the best of them, but should the Packers be feared? We got to dive all into it. It's speak. I'm Emmanuel Acho. That's Dave Hellman, NFL insider, Joy Taylor, and Eagles all-time Russian leader, Shady LaShawn McCoy. My favorite game yesterday, it was the Dolphins and it was the Bills game, but I got to get a couple things off my chest because while Tua won the battle, I want to make sure he wins the war. And it was, to me, confusing and to some degree disgusting to see Tua go back into the game after taking a blow that left him wobbling down the field. Now, I get it. I've heard the reports. It was a back injury and an ankle injury, so they say. But even optically, America, even optically, if you see your quarterback, your young quarterback, stumbling all the way down the field, needing offensive linemen to help him, I would not put him back into the game. It's not a good look. You got a whole season ahead of you, not just a game ahead of you. I get it, Miami Dolphins, y'all won the game. I'm one of the biggest Dolphins fans nationally, but I couldn't even celebrate the dub like I wanted to because I was worried about this man, Tua Tunga Loa. Hopefully he is healthy going forward, but as it stands right now, I was disappointed to see him go back into the game, but we got to talk about what occurred on the football field because the Dolphins did indeed get the W. So for that, I'm heading to the desk. Joy, I know you were thrilled to see the Dolphins get the dub. Are those, is that Dolphins teal? Oh, is it? Yes. Is it Dolphins teal? <laughs> I, see, I see what you did there. What did you, yeah. what did you learn from that <laughs> Dolphins victory yesterday? I learned the Dolphins are real contenders this year. They are the real deal. That was, I mean, I don't want to be hyperbolic here, but it, it was one of the biggest wins in the last 20 years for the Dolphins. And this, is, this is a team that has struggled a lot, has gone through a lot of turnover with coaches, with quarterbacks, systems. It's been a, a rough go for Dolphins fans. And that win is a solidifier that not only are they building something there, but that Tua is on the right track and is getting better every single week. You can say whatever you want, and Bills fans did. Ah, it's too hot. <laughs> it's too hot in Miami. Listen, there's a reason they redesigned that stadium the way that it did. You have home field advantage if you're Miami in September. It's hot there. That's what it is. Like when you go to Buffalo and it snows <laughs> in the winter. That's what it is. It's home field advantage. Of course, Buffalo, we know, was missing a lot of pieces, but you beat the team that's out there. And had Buffalo won, all anyone would have said about Miami is how, oh, they're not really there yet. They're not really ready yet. So give Miami their flowers. They put it together. The defense was incredible. The defense has been playing incredible. And, you know, Tua did have a moment there. I was very nervous. Didn't think he was going to be back out there. I was surprised, as you were, to see him back out there. But that was a big, big time win. And by all accounts, a, a, by the numbers, a game that Miami shouldn't have won. Not at all. But it was a huge win for the Dolphins. Shady, what do you make of that win? What'd you learn? I learned a lot from that game. First of all, I got to give Tua his, his credit and his flowers. I learned how tough he really is. There's so much talk about, is he a competitor? Does he love the game? Is he happy there? Can he win? Yes. The guy got, he got knocked out. I don't want to say knocked out. He got hurt. He got knocked out the game. Oh, oh he, got, he got hurt. No, no, no. He got hurt. Yeah, he left the game. No, no, he got hurt. Let's not say he got knocked out. He got hurt. Anyway, he came <laughs> back, and that shows a lot from like a player. I love that, right? And I know you're, you've been in the media for a long time now. You've been uh, removed from the game. I just get removed from the game, so I'm still fresh. When I see my quarterback go out the game and come back in, 
Like, that, that fires up the team, the defense, the offense, the linemen. You love to see that. And then the, the second biggest thing I've seen was that they're for real. The mm-hmm. Dolphins are for real. I'll tell you this, America. The Dolphins are an elite team, right? Playoff caliber team, maybe first seed type team. I don't know. Towards leading them in the right direction. So, I like what I've seen so far. Legit contenders, playoff caliber team. Dave, what did you learn about the Dolphins? I mean, I think that sets it up perfectly. And Joy alluded to it, too. The thing that is so impressive to me, and you talk about Tua, his grit coming back. Maybe he shouldn't have, but he did. <laughs> Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. Like, we, we've said it a million times. We're going to do so many segments about those guys. That's not why the Dolphins won. Their defense balled out of control. And that, that was the takeaway. Like, I knew the offense would be pretty good. They spent the resources to do that. But to limit Josh Allen the way that they did, and they did limit him. He had 400 yards. He needed 63 attempts to get there. He was averaging, like, six per attempt. By the end of that game, he was skittish because their pass rush was getting to him so consistently. Xavier Howard, we know he's a dog. How about my guy, Javon Holland? Mm-hmm. Beast. If you don't know well. his name, I mean, one, of the, one of the best young safeties in the game. Two pass breakups, had the strip sack oh. early in the game. <laughs> The way their defense won this game, because this – God bless well, Yeah, can we explain what's God going on here? Y'all, y'all can't just throw that video on there and we not address it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, so that's we, what the Dolphins' defense did to the Buffalo Bills right there. So that is Bills' offensive coordinator, Dorsey. Ken Dorsey, former yeah. University of Miami yes. quarterback, at the end of the game, livid, throwing his papers down at the desk, obviously because the Bills ran out of time. The Bills lost the game. Now, dare I say I learned nothing. And the reason I say I learned nothing is because we all, to some degree, came on the show on Friday and we said Dolphins – well, we said the Dolphins were going to be competitive. I went as far as to say the Dolphins were going to win. Only reason I said that, we knew who the Bills were missing defensively, and the Dolphins did, in fact, get the W. But why I learned nothing is I knew Tua was tough. You knew Tua was tough. I didn't know that. Go back to college. (laughs) I won't lie to you. Go back to – dude had his whole hip essentially, like, ripped to shreds and still comes back to be a starter by his rookie season in time. So, I never questioned Tua's toughness. I knew the Dolphins could play some defense because we saw during the second half of that Ravens game when they finally Mm. tightened things up. I was like, okay, outside of giving up that big play to uh, 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 Rashad Bateman and letting Lamar Jackson gas you via miscommunication, y'all actually can play some contestant defense when y'all communicate. I get you there. What I learned about the Bills, though, was this. The Bills are 0-7 in their last seven games decided by one possession or less. Mm-hmm. That's what I actually did learn. Like, Joy, when I really think about the game, Dolphins didn't teach me much. And unfortunately, watching the game, I realized come the third quarter, I got to toss it out because Tua got hurt. So if the Bills win, I'm like, well, Tua was playing nicked up. The Dolphins' whole secondary was out. So when the Dolphins won, I'm like, man, this ha- let me see the rematch come like week 14, week 15. We're not, toss- no, your head. We're not tossing this out. Yeah. No way are we That's tossing this out. Had to. No, why? Because if the Dolphins The matchup won- that mattered what's that? was Josh Allen against the Dolphins' defense. The Dolphins won that. I don't care sure, what's going on but, with But here, here's why I'm, I can't just say it with my chest like I want to, I want to, but I can't. Bills missed a field goal late. So we, not late. Bills missed a field goal there, and obviously that field goal could have been the difference in the game. Josh Allen, the Bills still had 497 yards of total offense. I'm not a huge believer on in 90 yards. plays. Oh, no, no, no. You, you, see, hold up. You make on excuses. 90 plays. That's football. Guy. Of course, that's football. So even with like like they talked about um, guys cramping up, getting hot. It's Miami. Mm-hmm. When we played Miami when I was in Buffalo. That's all we talked about: hydration, hydration. It was so crazy that they would give us like crates of water, crates of Gatorade. Uh, pickle juice to take home because we knew what type of game it would be. The same thing mm-hmm. when they come to Buffalo late in the year. They don't want to play. I, I, I'm a running back. 
I could tell when the guy wants to hit me. Oh, I'm like, oh, oh, he don't want to hit me. Because <laughs> the weather matters. It's all about getting the, uh, the, the advantage. So I don't want to hear no excuses. It's football. It's not they won that game. I'm not giving an excuse. It's saying this. The Dolphins did win the game. I said the Dolphins were going to win the game. I'm glad they won the game. Hopefully my score predictions are still a bigger lead. Okay. But I say it like this, Joy. I don't leave that game saying, man, the Dolphins are a significantly better team than the Bills. I leave that game saying, man, the Dolphins beat the Bills, and right now, based on health, I'm going to put the Dolphins ahead of the Bills, but I'm not going like, to change number, my Super Bowl prediction. I'm real quick. This right now, right now, are the Dolphins number one in the league? Yes, to me. Okay, right then, now. then that's what I learned from you, because you didn't have them a week ago, number one. No, I had them top so, three. So what I learned is that now you think they're number one. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, do you leave this game as a Dolphins fan? And I know you talk about it all the time. You're triggered because you never want to get too high on the Dolphins. But do you leave this game saying confidently the Dolphins can win the AFC now? They can win the AFC East now? Or are you just kind of like, oh, I'm a little trepidatious with my belief? Like, no, where do you stand? I think I went into this game last week saying that if they won this game, it means a lot. Yeah. No matter how they win this game, because of what the Dolphins have been year in and year out, time after time. This is an important win. The Bills are at the top of the AFC East. You picked them to go to the Super Bowl and win. I picked them. I picked Josh Allen to win MVP. Everyone was full Bills hype train before the season. And just because they lost this game doesn't mean that you should be off of the Correct. Bills hype train. They are still a great team. And if you want to go week to week with who the best team is, that's fine. I, I think the Dolphins are better right now, like you do. If yep. you still think the Bills are, that's not an outrageous statement. Right, that, right. That's not how the NFL works. Week to week, just because you lost, you think the Colts are a better team than the Chiefs because they lost to the Colts? I certainly don't. Definitely. I guess we'll have that conversation eventually. But... The point is, you need statement wins like this with young quarterbacks. You need those cornerstones that you can point to, like the Ravens game. Why was the Ravens game so important? The Patriots win was, okay, we don't think much of the Patriots in division. Two don't have no problem with Belichick anyway. But why was the Ravens, <laughs> the Ravens win was so important? Because you were down big. Huge. You rallied, Oof. made adjustments, and you made a run to come back against a good team. Great why team. was this win important? Because they're the, they're the top of the, the Bills. AFC. They're the Bills. They've won it the past several years. You have to take them down. You have to build on things throughout the season. So it wasn't just another win. No matter who's out on the field or not, you play the team you play. And, ha again, had the Bills won this game, everyone would be all up in all of our mentions talking about how the Dolphins aren't really for real. They can't really beat the good teams. It was a fluke against the Ravens. So now you have to give them their due. And I don't want to hear anything about the Heat. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that wholeheartedly. You've mentioned important wins. Let's talk about a massively important loss. Kansas City Chiefs took a loss yesterday to one of the worst teams in football, the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, it was not pretty at all. Dropped touchdowns, dropped punts, indecisiveness in the end of the first half. It was ugly all the way around. <sighs> Squad, I got to go as far as to say that this loss to me, it's a big deal. Shady, it's a big deal for this reason, not because I think right. the, the Colts are better than the Chiefs. That would be right. asinine. Right. But the Chiefs have forever had a fairly huge margin of error. When you had Tyreek Hill, when you had Travis Kelsey, you could afford to muff a, muff a punt. You could afford to miss a field goal. You could afford to miss an extra point because you still got Tyreek Hill. Right. You still got Travis Kelsey. Of course. But now that you don't have Travis, Tyreek Hill, your margin of error isn't as great. Yeah. I'm looking at the Chiefs, and we all saw Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes get into it at the end of the first half. Why did they get into it? Because Eric Bieniemy did not want to advance the ball late in the end of the first half, and Patrick Mahomes was like, bro, let's go score. Right. But Eric Bannemi's like, hey, 
we don't have Tyree Kill anymore, big dog. So how do you anticipate we're going to go 55 yards down the field without our most explosive down the field player? We're not. Let's play it safe. Next thing you know, erosion and eruption. I think the loss was a big deal because it showed me the Chiefs don't have the same margin of error as they used to. Where do you stand? Big deal, no deal. Nah, it's not a big deal at all. If you really watch that game like I watched it, first of all, the Chiefs are really, really well coached by Andy yep. Reid. That's one. They got Patrick Mahomes. So that's like safe. That's like insurance, okay? Mm-hmm. When, I look, when I look at the game, they had the game won. Chris Jones had a big sack. Like fourth quarter with like four yep, minutes four left. Four minutes, 458. The refs got to stop that. He, he laid on his – he said a, he said a little of this, a little of that, and they threw a flag, right? Gave him a whole, uh, what, first, first down? down. Like, that's, that's crazy. They had three crazy special teams plays, Harris, right? Yep. Muff punt. Two punts, one and then And then the, um, what about the, the missed field goal? Missed field goal and, and missed extra point. Right. Yes, sir. And then they went for the fake field goal. Mm-hmm. So all that in there, and they still almost won the game. I think they'll be safe. The one thing I will say real quick about what you just said, you're right. They're not as scary offensively without Tyreek Hill. You, you can watch it. Like, as a defender, they don't look scared. They don't look scared to choose offense. I mean, they're still good, but they're not scared. And, and last point, um, Kelsey, he dropped the, the, the touchdown, yep. which will never happen. What? <laughs> Nine out of ten times you want to catch that ball, they be celebrating. So let's not get crazy. The Chiefs are in good good shape. You, good you, good you, shape. Big deal, no deal. You, you laid that out so perfectly, Shady. I'm so happy. I normally do. I'm so happy for you, <laughs> my guy. Like you made you you did a really good job of making it sound like the margin for error was razor thin. Like the Chiefs only messed up one thing. They messed up everything. Yeah. yeah. Sky Moore gave the Colts a possession inside the five. That was one of their two touchdown drives. Mm-hmm. They miss a field goal. They miss an extra point. You probably don't need to go for the fake in a game where the Colts' offense was doing so little. And then on top of all of that, Chris Jones gets the penalty. They should have won this game by, like, 11 to 16 points. And it all snowballed, and they didn't. But they, like, they're fine. And, no, their offense doesn't look as explosive. It's week three. They're coming together. Juju, you know Juju played this game. He had 90 yards. Real quick, did you see that? He gets no separation. That, hold on, real quick. I, they catch, don't have that guy. Hold on, that catch he had, that was great coverage. He it was caught great it. Great catch. You see the next play, what happened, right? When they need the most, to get field, uh, field goal range, yeah. Yeah. got knocked down. Give me that. No separation. It's going to come. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have to adjust the way he plays because he just doesn't have that game breaker like Tyreek Hill, but I think they're going to be. Joy, take us home on this. Big deal, no deal. No, no, no deal. No deal. There are actually three phases of the game. Right. We talk about offense and defense, but there's special teams as well, mm-hmm. which score points. So if you don't do that and you're making mistakes, putting them in a bad situation, there's only so much you can recover from. And they almost recovered from that. Right. That, that. That's a good thing. You're so good that you had that many mistakes on an entire, in an entire phase of the game and still were right there to win the game if Chris Jones doesn't get that penalty. The game was over. And they give them that gift. And, and look, like, it's a nice win for the Colts. You should feel good about it. It's not your fault that the Chiefs couldn't do anything right yesterday. But that's the point. They couldn't do anything right. You have less of a margin for error. I would agree yeah. with you there. You don't have that knockout blow. Mm-hmm. That doesn't yeah. mean that you can't still win and win by a lot. But you're not going to be able to recover from that many mistakes. Going into the game, they were second in scoring in the league, second in net yards per play, fifth in total offense, and they led the league in passer rating. They'll be all right. They'll be okay. Shady, I got one question for you before I take us to break. Um, the reason I'm worried, and go back here because you were on the field on this day. You led the team in rushing in attempts and in yards. It was 2019, December 8th. The Chiefs are playing the Patriots. It's week 14. The winner of this game will have a two-seed and the bye. The loser of this game ends up being the Patriots. They end up losing in the first round of the Titans. Y'all go on to win the Super Bowl that year. The Patriots blocked a punt. 
They end up getting a touchdown two plays later. Patrick Mahomes had an interception, and you also lost a turnover battle, but y'all still won the game. When you assess that Super Bowl Chiefs team that you were on and this Chiefs team that you saw yesterday or this Chiefs team from this season, what concerns you most between those differences? Um, I think from back then when I was there, the big, the big plays capability that we can any given moment, right? If we need 30 yards, 40 yards, we can get it with a five-yard pass. Now I don't see that. For example, if you watched the game yesterday, um, the best quarterback, Gilmore, mm-hmm. for, for the Colts, who was he guarding? The tight end, Travis Kelsey. My, our best cornerback is guarding our tight end. Ty- Tyreek Hill's gone. He's our best wide receiver now. That's the difference. They, they're, they're not as scary, and it makes Pat have to be perfect. Yeah. The and, speed is different. Not just running, but speed, with talent, with catching abilities, with skill. It's not there, man. I, I do not think yesterday's loss is an indictment on the Colts yesterday. I think yesterday is an indictment on the Chiefs yesterday. I think yesterday's loss is an indictment on the Chiefs of tomorrow. But I guess we got to wait till tomorrow to find out. Coming up, speaking of somebody who's not indicted of anything bad, that's Jalen Hurts. Oh, there you go. Eagles. Oh, there you go. Eagles balling. Hurts balling. But is Hurts really that good? Or are the Eagles opponents that weak? We're going to talk about it. That good. Is he the MVP? There's a better question we should be asking. Welcome back, family. We all live two lives. We got to check in on our social life. It was getting spicy on NFL sidelines. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and offensive coordinator Eric Bannemi going at it. Shady McCoy, our own Shady McCoy. All the enemy does is argue with the players. Knows nothing about passing or play calling. Oh, my God. Play, play. Why you read like that, though? You, you put in okay? Hey, man, listen, listen. No beef, no issues with him, right? I'm just speaking the facts. He don't call the plays, and he recalls the plays. So it's like, I send the play to you, you send the joy. Enjoy his Patrick Mahomes. So he don't do none of the passing game. Enjoy his Patrick Mahomes. And, 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 and listen, look, look, real quick, seriously, when, before I got there, when I was going to the Chiefs, all the players, a lot of the old players, like, yo, watch out for EB. He does, he does, he does that. I get there. Do you read anything into that beef between Mahomes and EB? It just, it happens. I mean, he, like, he argues with the players. I don't know. It's like, it's weird. He, all, all the time. Well, this player, that player, I don't know. Speaking of things that cannot be argued with, how about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles' performances these days? Fly, Eagles, fly, I would like to say, and Shady would like to scream it. Eagles are perfect 3-0. and They've been balling right now. They beat the Vikings last week. They beat the Commanders this week. Week one, they beat the Lions. They cannot be stopped. Jalen Hurts, 340 yards, three touchdowns, and he now has seven total touchdowns this season. Jalen Hurts was the question mark for the Eagles, and it appears that question has to some degree been answered, but I'm not going to answer for you, Shady, is Jalen Hurts really that good? Is this a question? Seriously, though. Yes. I can see him asking this question, but you, this, this, can't, this can't be a question. They pay me to ask these Our, types of I questions. I got to text the producers. That's bull crap. It should be a better question like this. Is Jalen Hurts, is he the MVP? Is he the leader? Where we go that far. Come on. I'm saying the dude's average like 350 yards a game. Listen, I'll say this. We question, can he throw the ball? He's throwing the ball. We never question, can he run the ball? Because he can run the ball. What else does he have to do to get his respect? I'm starting to listen. In the beginning, I, I wasn't a believer, believer. I, I, it was more love, like, mm-hmm. like hopeful, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? A potential. But now, when I really, when I, when I, when I, no, because I'm looking at last year in the playoffs, right? Of course. I look at the regular season. As such a young kid, you get better and better and better. When you go against elite defense like the Bucs, I've seen they kind of got with them, right? They, they, they got the better fair share of the, of the game. But now, when I'm looking at him now, looking at him now, it's like he's making the right passes. Even if sometimes they're not very accurate, it's good enough for his playmakers, right? And football, you got to give your guys a, a chance. Yes, that's it. And that's all he's doing. He's making plays, the right decisions. I love what I'm seeing, Philadelphia. And look, and we all can say this. 
We can see my birds in a Super Bowl. Can't y'all? We can. Can't y'all? We can. can. I, I, and, and he's a big reason why. It's week three, but we can. Ooh. And if they in there, I'm going to be in there. If my jacket was so tight, I, I'll do my look, <laughs> but my jacket's tight. I can't really do it. Dave, is Jalen Hurts really that good? I don't want to sound like a hater, but you are. Be no, real. But no, I'll be real. This guy's no. a hater. The answer he's is a hater. no. And look, Jalen Hurts is doing exactly what the Eagles want him to, <laughs> which is excelling with a loaded offense around him. You know what I'm learning? <laughs> I'm learning why Devontae Smith won the Heisman as a receiver. He's I'm learning why they traded for A.J. Brown and why beast. he was worth all that money. He's a beast. 13 catches for 254 yards and two touchdowns. And how many of those were put, like, contested. on the money? How many of them were contested? You saw the highlight of Devontae going up on the goal line over two guys yeah. going That's up right. at the back of the end zone on a fourth down, by the way, because the Eagles struggled in the red zone. That's the one the one nitpick that I could come up with is that the Eagles, they, they turn the ball over on downs in the red zone, Shady. My, like, that's something they're going to have to do. Look at my boys. I, I, like, I mean, like, when you've got guys doing stuff like this, does Jalen Hurts deserve a ton of credit? Absolutely. Am I sitting here saying, man, he's just elevated his level of play to the, like, to the unbelievable yeah. level? No, he's got badasses all around him on offense. Not his problem. That's like not his problem. Good for, Thanks, no, exactly, good for the Eagles. <laughs> exactly. Good job, Eagles. You surrounded your young, cheap quarterback with talent. That's what you're supposed to they do. They did with that. I don't, I, they did with that. I, I think I have to reach the point where I'm not talking about good talent being around quarterbacks anymore. <laughs> if you don't have talent, I will give you credit for not having talent. But I'm not going to take things away from you because you have talent around you. That's, That's right. what you're supposed to do. Thank you, Joy. You Thank can't you. be the only good player on the offensive side of the ball. So if you don't have talent, I will account for that. Okay. I'm not accounting for the talent that you have. You should elevate people and you should have teams put other good players around you. Most Super Bowl teams have more than one good player. That's how it works. So I'm not taking any points away from that. Yes, Jalen Hurts is good. I'm glad everyone is arriving to the party. It's okay. I was on time, but everyone else is late. It's fine. As long as you're here, as long as you made it. I was all here. We're all good. Yes, he is that good. No, the question's fair, Shady, because you were talking about early on, can he stay in the pocket and deliver? Doesn't he have that kind of presence? You don't want a player that's relying only on his legs. Justin Fields. I don't want that. I knew knew you were going to do that. I don't want Justin Fields. He's going to find a way. He's going to find a way. Let's talk about Jalen right now. Stay focused. Let's talk about Jalen right now because you know he'll start arguing about Justin Fields. Jalen is throwing the ball and he's throwing the ball well. We're not having these questions about Tua right now. They're 3-0. and And Jalen is putting up better passing numbers. So what's the question here? And that's not in any way a shot at Tua. Tua is playing great, and so is Jalen. They're both third-year quarterbacks. This is what we wanted to figure out this year. They're both stepping up. Jalen has good passing statistics this season. He's first in passing yards per attempt, third in passing yards per game, fifth in the passer rating, and ninth in completion percentage. What else do you need to see to, to Shady's point? I will answer that. Please answer um, because that. Shady said something and Joyce said something, and it's been equally brilliant. What else does he have to do? And I think if I could speak for Dave, it's not what else does Jalen Hurts have to do. It's who else does he have to do it against. There you oh, go. Where are you going? Where sorry, you going? I'm going right here. This is, I done lost my mic. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. I'm right here with it. Shady, when I think about Jalen Hurts and the noise he's made, I got to ask myself, y'all, like, who's he done it against, man? So look at all the quarterbacks Jalen Hurts has faced. Let's just look at all of them. Okay. I won't say all their names. You see Brady, you see Carr, you see Cousins, you see Ryan, you see Herbert, you see Wentz. Who we got over there, Shady? You see Simeon, you see Daniel Jones, Darnold, Garrett Gilbert, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. So these are all the quarterbacks, literally every single one that Jalen Hurts has played. Now let's just break them up into categories of franchise quarterbacks, fringe quarterbacks, and formidable opponents. Now what's fascinating oh, is... <laughs> 
against the French quarterbacks, and this is every quarterback Jalen Hurts has ever played. I didn't skew any of this. Against Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Jake Fromm, Garrett Gilbert, Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, he's 9-1. He balling. Jalen Hurts is balling. Against formidable opponents, nobody would call them crazy franchise guys, but Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan, he's 2-2. Two two. Solid. But against franchise quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Zach Prescott, he's 0-5. So I think, Shady, it would be like journalistic malpractice for me to come up here and say, oh, yeah, Jalen Hurts is that good. Because if I looked at any other NFL quarterback who was making his layups but missing his threes and shooting 50% from the field, I'm like, yeah, they nice. But, like, are they that nice? That That's the only – and you know wow. me. I, I'm Eagles all day. Are you? But I would be lying. Shady's heartbroken. <laughs> I would be lying to say that Jalen Hurts is that good if I saw he lost to Mahomes, he's lost to Herbert, he's lost to Brady twice, uh, he's lost to, he's never beat Dak, he split with Cousin, he lost to, to, to Matt, uh, he, he lost to some Derek Carr. Right, right, right. I, I, get, I, I get where you're going with this, but first of all, this is his third year, right? Yes, sir. Am I, am I correct? It's third year? Third so, year, sir. So let, let's, let's slow down a little bit. He's found his lane right now, right? What's that? What lane is that? So when a quarterback has confidence, they're a whole different player. Last year, he had to deal with the whole thing with the Carson Wentz, right? The guy mm-hmm. rid of Carson Wentz is his show. Now, really, like, it was rookie year type. Then it gets better and better and better. Learning curves. Hey, man, it wasn't perfect. Now in his third year, it's his team. Sure. It's my team. I agree. It's my show it year. I agree. And he's showing it. So you show all these old games about he lost to this guy, that guy. That's old. It's Let me ask you this. Let me oh, wait, real quick. Go ahead. Ask me. All you. You got all when that. I watch him, when I watch him last year when they lose to the Dallas Cowboys, right? Yes, sir. He's a way different player. Do you agree? A thousand percent. He's even walking different. A thousand percent. So when you have confidence, I, I, well, I go back to always, I, I relate life to football. That's what I know best. My, from my first year to my third year, I was a way different player. I'm even talking different. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling different. So mm-hmm. now, and you can see that with him now. He's a way better player. Bro. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm, I, I actually will see Joy's point, what she made today. It was like, I will not condemn you for what you haven't done. But I won't praise you for what you haven't done either. And where I'm at with Hertz is like, until I see him knock off a big dog, I can't yet call him a big dog. I went to a Kamaru Usman heavyweight championship fight last year in New York uh, when he fought Covington and he won. And he was still the unanimous champ. But Usman just lost. And he's not the champ. I got to see you knock off a big dog, Joy, until I can call you a big dog. Where you stand? Which one of those quarterbacks plays defensive line? None of them. None of them. I checked. He doesn't play against the other team's quarterback. He plays against the other team's defense. What happened in the Bucs game that they lost? The Bucs defense took him out of the game. That's not how the matchups work. I understand we build that head-to-head when we're selling the game and we're hyping up the game. It's Mahomes versus Josh Allen. That's how we're going to talk about it, who's the better quarterback. But in reality, he plays the other team's defense. And you can have a game where the other quarterback has outplayed but he, you but here's and my, you still lose. Here's where I, I just vehemently disagree, but I vehemently disagree for a couple reasons. I think winning and losing is a quarterback stat. Yeah, but you can't look at all of those fringe quarterbacks and say that he's 9-1 and one playing against their defense. But also, I don't care about what he did last year, and I don't care right. about what he did before. That's Similarly right. with Tua, I don't care about the doubts we had about him last year or his rookie year. I care about what he's doing right now. Right now. Who cares about that? It was different teams. In some situations with these players, it's different coaches, different he was, he was coordinators. Sure. But so here's they are the different players. They're so, more mature. They're more experienced. What are you doing great. right now? But what he's doing right now is this. Beating Ballin. the Lions, beating, beating the Commanders, yeah. and beating the Vikings. Beating Jared Goff, beating 
being Kirk Cousins and being Carl oh, Harson Wentz. I just won't say he's that good yet. We got to go. We got to go. Six straight, go. Strict, six straight regular season wins. Three of them are against Washington. I'm just saying. I'm Come, just saying. I, I feel you. Like, I love you, Jalen Hurts. And it feels easy, I guess, huh? To win games. <laughs> Coming up, Aaron Rodgers. Well, he found it somewhat difficult, but he still won, beating Tom Brady. But is the reigning MVP squad, the Packers, are they to be feared? We got to talk about that next. Fierce beat. Like, like scared? Well, Aaron Rodgers rewarded the Packers yesterday when he outbeat Tom Brady's Bucks. Now, Rodgers, the last two times they played each other didn't fare all that well. But yesterday, Rodgers, 265 yards, two touchdown passes in the win. And his Packers are now 2-1, and one, a three-way tie for first in the NFC North. Obviously, people, it's early, it's early, it's early. But... Watching Rodgers play yesterday reminded me of who he is, why he is, and what he is, and that is one of the best players and quarterbacks in football. Against one of the best defenses, he still found a way to get enough points to win against one of the best quarterbacks. So when I look at Aaron Rodgers, I was still like, yo, he a bad dude. But, Joy, should the Packers be feared? What game did you watch yesterday? <laughs> you watched the Packers? You're talking about the Packers-Bucks game? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you give me an option of going to the dentist – or having to deal with that, sit, my eyeballs, watch that again. The second half, what are you talking about? Remind you of what? Punt, punt, interception, punt, 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 punt. That's not, what is that? That's what you're talking about? That Packers that, 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 that second half was awful. That whole game was terrible from both teams. That was an off, That was an embarrassing offensive performance from both of those teams. I don't think we learned anything about either of these teams because obviously the Bucs were missing a lot of pieces. Right. And I think that the Packers are what they are. They're going to beat bad teams and they're going to look like that or worse against good teams. There's no learning that yesterday. That second half was embarrassing. I hear you, but football is, as we all know, played in two halves. And furthermore, when I think about the Bucks, they allowed 10 points, if I'm not mistaken, to the Saints, three points, if I'm not mistaken, to the Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers got himself his 14 points, two touchdowns, one interception, got enough to win. And he didn't have his first, his second round pick, a wide receiver, Christian Watson, and he still got enough to get it done. Like, I didn't look at that game saying, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, you were terrible. I said, Joe, you put up 14 against a Bucs team that's allowed 13 all season? I'm going to actually commend you for that. I still think Aaron <laughs> Rodgers got some in the tank, so nobody should be feared of the pa- scared about the pack. I, I don't, I want to say feared. I, I, you, you should respect him. It yes. is Aaron Rodgers. Like, you can't yeah. disrespect A Rod. I give him that. But fair, that's a little bit too much. Like, if you really watch that game, first of all, Tom Brady was throwing to, to Russell Gage, Dave Hellman, Joy Taylor, <laughs> and, and you, right? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, seriously? You, you put up that many points against that, and then he, he couldn't really respond? Just imagine if them guys did play, right? Not even, like, Godwin. This like, maybe, like, Julio and, and, and Mike Evans. It gets, the game gets crazy, so... Let's take it easy about the whole fair package. what Rodgers did with what little he had? That's where I'm at. Like, well, y'all got to remember, Adams ain't here and he ain't coming back. Okay. Watson wasn't even there. Okay. At, uh, Rodgers did this with Cobb and Dobbs. Did what? Yeah, that's 14 points against the Bucs team <laughs> that's allowed what? 13 Went all on season. Two scripted drives and then didn't do nothing else throughout the game. Yeah. If, if, the, if, point, the, point, if, point, point. if they're able to convert that two-point conversion, maybe we're having a completely different conversation. A win is a win. So I'm not, I'm with yeah. Shady. Like, it's hard to get wins in this league. A win is a win. Yes, you can take things It's hard to get away. wins against the Bucs, too. Yes, and it's, uh, yes. You make I'm it sound like they scored nothing. 24. I'm man. not saying it's nothing that they beat the Bucs. It is good. A win is a win. You got to respect Rodgers. But ain't no way I'm walking away from that game like, whoa, Packers. Whoa. 
Okay. I mean, big time this year. What are they going to do when Watson gets back out there? <laughs> they don't want to see him in the playoffs. Now, how about that? Let's talk about you that. You asked me if I was playoffs, afraid. They don't want to see him. Yeah. Like, That's I, afraid. Afraid is the word that I think makes. Should they be feared? Yeah. Respected and feared are two different things. Respect. I like respect it better. I like respect. Fear, just because the thing about the Packers, and Shady pointed it out, is like the Bucks shouldn't feel terrible about this. Like they've got so much coming back. Whether it's Donovan Smith, whether it's mm-hmm. any of their 25 receivers that didn't play in this game, <laughs> but the Packers, like this, this is what the Packers are. Like, okay, Bakhtiari limited. Lim- Alexander okay. didn't play. Cool. First, second round pick wasn't out there. The vast majority of the things that are going to make the Packers go were out there. Like, we're not including. Won't make them go. We're not including Christian Watson. The he played. All pro corner he, won't make him go. He played half the game, sir. He played half the, the game. The all pro corner won't make him go. We he don't make me do yeah. this. Do it. He was out there in week one when Justin Jefferson went off. So, I mean, it's not like he's just shutting everything down that, that walks the face of the earth. This, Like I said, yes, everybody's going to be without players over the course of the season. It's football. But the vast majority of what makes the Packers the Packers played in this game. And it's, it's not scary, but I do think it should be respected. And one thing I'll say for Aaron Rodgers is, I trust that he's going to find a way to make it work. Whether it's, it's Romeo Dobbs, whether it's getting Christian Watson involved when he's back. They're going to find a way to stack wins, and that's the thing that I look at. After this, they go New England, Giants, Jets, Commanders before they have to play the Bills. Mm. I'm not going to be surprised if the Packers are sitting here at like 5, 6, and 1 when yeah. they play that game against the Bills because that's what they do. I don't know if that means that I'm afraid of them, but I respect their consistency when it comes to that. If they're 6 and 1, and let's assume that, 5 and 1, I don't care what the assumption is. They just beat the Bucks. We know how good the Bucks defense is. I just don't know how we can talk about a 6-1 and one team that clearly isn't healthy either and be like, yeah, I mean, I respect them, but I'm not. If they 6-1 and one and have beaten the Bucs, who are probably the NFC favorite, I think we could all say the Bucs or, uh, or the Rams. I'd say the Bucs. Oh, Eagles? This guy. I'm still saying Bucs. Are you okay? Still saying Bucs. Come on, man. I'm, I'm, still, I mean, I'm, still, I'm just still saying Bucs. We're not Bucks even, Bucks we haven't even gotten a real look at the Bucs yet, just for whatever that's worth. So I'm still I'm hanging out. Look, on that also anyway. I've seen this I've seen this movie before. This is like sequel number sixteen. They're a great regular season team. Aaron Rodgers is a great regular season quarterback. The greatest. The greatest. <laughs> but we can't talk about the Packers like the Cowboys though, Ooh. right? Like equal or e- no, great regular season no, teams. That's yeah, not, that's not, not, not the same. No, yeah, we can't do not, that. I'm not. No, no, like, don't even give the Cowboys that much credit. The Packers are in the playoffs every single year. They've been the one seed, like, three years in a row. We we can't assume that the Packers are just going to continually, like, go to the playoffs and phase out. They've been to four NFC championship games in the last, what, eight years? And then what? But I Okay, and that's fine. That's totally fine, but I trust them to be there. That's that's where I'm at. I trust them to be there. That that means something. It does. That means they're very consistent. You save, you take the little chunk out of your paycheck, put it in your savings, and you don't spend it because it's going to be right there. And then when time, you know, it's time to make the big purchase, you do that. Then you do the same thing over and over again. Like they're, they're a conservative organization. They do the same thing every single year. They have less talent offensively than they did last year. And you're counting on Aaron Rodgers elevating young, quarter, young receivers, receivers yep. in the postseason. Dave, if the Packers don't scare you, does any team in the NFC? Right now? Be honest. Be honest. 
I'm really curious to see the Eagles play a team that I respect more. If they can do that, like, uh, and, and the amount of weapons that they have, the Eagles so pass no. I'm being you, nice. No, I'll be nice to Shady. Just say it for the American people. He, 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 say it, bro. Say, Phil, uh, he don't want to say Philly it. Philly is currently they scare you. the Dallas scariest team be, in the NFC. I didn't say are they oh, you said it. Do they scare you? Not if I'm coaching, like, another badass So, Dave just, he ain't afraid of nothing, baby. Oh, my God. to go to church, I guess. We knew the NFC was weak. That's not a surprise. Coming up, the hype train. Oh, it is coming off the rails in the AFC West. Because that division has been struggling since the jump. We got a lot to say about that. Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, Wilson. What is going on in the West? Speak. Don't go anywhere. Dave, look at this. What's up, family? Let's check back in on our social life because, boy, the Jags, they waxed the Chargers in L.A. yesterday. And then they took to Twitter. Twitter fingers. Yo, they said y'all got a Charger we could borrow. Oh, that's the (laughs) Joy, how you feel about that? I love it. I love that Jacksonville is thriving. This is amazing. This is what I was hoping for. Trevor Lawrence deserved this type of environment to thrive in, you know, it's it's a good win for Jacksonville. You feel good about it. The chargers are like my iPhone charger. Like when I'm just hanging out at home and don't need it, it works. When I need, <laughs> when I'm down to 5% and I need some juice, yeah. that's what you get. You get 38 to 10. Shout out Doug, man. Doug Peterson, shout out to you, man. Play with you, you're a great dude, great coach. I love it. I love Doug. Why are you always sucking up the coaches? But all the people I know, that's my guy right there. Like, he's a hell of a coach. He brought my boys a championship. Now he's doing the same thing Jacksonville. Give me some love, man. Come on. I love you, Doug. They cut me right before you got there, but I love you, Doug. (laughs) All right, let's move on to the rest of the AFC West because many thought they were the division to beat. I said before the season, this is the best quarterback division in the history of the NFL. But after three weeks, none of the teams are undefeated. Raiders are the only team that hasn't won a game, and the other teams just look atrocious. Chiefs lost to the Colts yesterday. Joy, when you think about all the shocking performances and what was to be the greatest quarterbackial division in football history, maybe. Quarterbackial. Quarterbackial. I think that's a Colin word. Is that a Colin word? Good stuff. I feel like it's a word The world knows what you meant. Yeah, you don't know what it means. Um, Joy, what surprises you most of those struggles? It's it's the quarterback play. It's how the offenses have looked. Yeah. You are. We were all saying that. This yeah. is an insane division. How is it? Every weekend's going to be a playoff game. They're all going to cannibalize each other. <laughs> all right, the rest of the league is taking care of them easy. It's scary. Now, obviously, I'm not overreacting to the Chiefs situation. I think they're still okay. But the Raiders are 0-3. Awful. Awful. That Chargers loss yesterday was insane. And, and obviously, you know, Justin Herbert's not 100% healthy right now. They're going to have to figure out what to do with that. But what, what are we looking at here? We're talking about how the Broncos' offenses looked. That game was terrible. It's the quarterbacks. We thought that the quarterbacks were going to be the ones to make this division impossible. And it's the offenses have looked basic. Yeah. Uh, again, I was thinking about the days of – uh, Eli Manning at his peak, Donovan McNabb, Tony Romo. I was like, yo, that was a great quarterback division. Then the AFC West, Russell Wilson, Super Bowl champ, Hall of Famer. Patrick Mahomes, MVP, Super Bowl champ. Justin Herbert has every record through two years. And Derek Carr has gotten MVP votes three-time Pro Bowl. I was like, yo, these offenses going ball. So I'm with Joy. That is incredibly, incredibly shocking. Shady, what's surprising you most? I'm, I'm more surprised with, with the Raiders, right? I mean, I know you guys talk about this, the quarterbacks, but like, they put a nice defense together, right? Great defense. You add Chandler Jones yep. Hall with, of with, with Max Crosby on the other yep. side. Like, I thought that this would be like a, a powerhouse Don't forget defense. Devontae Adams, big dog. I'm about to get to that. I'm about to get to that. Go ahead. Devontae Adams another one. Superstar. Probably is the best receiver yes, in the league. It's, it's the coaching. Josh Daniels, it got to be him, man. I, I look at his record. When him being a head coach, it's different from being a coordinator. I mean, 
He's 11 and 20 or something like that. 11 and what I think is he's it? one and 10 in his last 11 games, if I'm not mistaken. His last 25 games, he's only he's lost 20 of them, bro. Ooh. He's looking terrible. So I'm big. I'm big on, on him. I'm surprised with him the way he's been playing, the way he's been coaching. So I, I don't want to make it sound like I saw this coming. I definitely didn't. You laid it out perfectly, but like. The Chargers are a cursed organization at this point. Can we just agree with that? Like, I'm going on. cursed. We're Ooh. not super surprised that they are slipping oh, up. Herbert's to start not the that good. And, oh, all right, we'll save that. Also, Herbert looks like Herbert. You see that throw he made yesterday? The interception? No, the one to Jalen Guyton. Oh, that, the you one that he made. The interception. Fun. Go away. You must have missed that one. Okay. Justin Herbert is talented. Whatever. Of course he is. The Raiders again. It's a very Raiders thing to do, to start like, I'm sorry to hate, but I've seen this story before. What's surprising to me, and I didn't think the Denver Broncos were going to win the Super Bowl. I did think they were going to look like a competent football team. Agreed. The game they lost to Seattle is arguably the best that they've looked so far. (laughs) 16 points, 16 points, and then turning in 11 on Sunday Night Football. Check Joy, check this out. Remember how much we talked about the rain game against the Bears, 49ers Bears? Playing in a swimming pool. The Bears had fewer three and outs in that game than the Broncos had. Justin Fields led Bears. Ain't no way. Beautiful yes. night in Denver. I was I gotta, in Denver over the weekend, number. by the way. The weather was perfect. It was perfect football weather. Eight three and outs. Oof. In a standalone game, I'm, sh- I'm shook. I am shook by how awful the Broncos look. Like I said, I didn't think they were, like, I didn't think they were the top dog. They barely look competent on offense. It's really startling to see. You know, uh, Mercury is in, like, super retrograde right now, so maybe that's what's happening. Do you expect that the AFC West can turn this around? I don't think so. Like, I think the Chiefs – not the Chiefs. The Raiders are done. McDaniels, he's just not a good coach. I think they're done. Y'all know how I feel about Herbert. Incredibly talented. I don't say that he is overhyped. I say that he is overpraised. So I don't think that the Chargers are going to turn it around. Herbert, 16 and 19 as a starter. So if his first 37 games or 36 games are any inclination of the future, it's not like they're about to go on a 10 and 0 run. Uh, The Broncos, they look bad. Joy, do you expect that the West can turn this around? How? Who? What? Well, I mean, I still think that the Chiefs are at the top of the AFC, so yeah. I don't think they have anything to turn around. Again, my opinion of what happened yesterday was there were too many mistakes to overcome. You can and should be able to o- overcome one mistake. The whole thing was a disaster, and special teams was a nightmare yesterday for the Chiefs. So the I still body think they're of the, at the AFC top of the West, AFC. though. Like- no, I don't, because I don't think that the Raiders are going to turn it around that dramatically. I. I- I hate to say I don't have a lot of faith in the Chargers either. We've seen this habitually for whatever reason with the Chargers organization. I don't think I'm delivering any news to Chargers fans. They've lived through this as well. And they really needed this year to, you know, to gear up. Like we talked about this is the year the Chargers need to make the playoffs. Justin Herbert needs to make the playoffs. And he's really banged up too. Like he's playing through a a serious injury that he might should be resting through and they're not going to do that. So you have to consider that as well. The Broncos are the team that I am pausing on. They won't be able to turn it around because you could still be dealing with new head coach, new teammates, adjusting, finding the offense that works. We've talked about this a lot. Tom Brady had a little adjustment period with the Bucs. Again, I don't compare anyone to Tom Brady, but Russell Wilson is a pro. He's won before. So I do think that the Broncos have a chance to turn it around, but that's not the whole of the AFC West. Shady, what is going on with Russell Wilson, big dog? You played at a high level, six Pro Bowls yourself, two-time All-Pro. You led the NFL in rushing. You have been to the top of the mountaintop. You switched teams while you were at the top of the mountaintop, but you went to the Bills, new head coach for yourself, new offensive coordinator, completely different offensive scheme from Chip Kelly's, and you still got busy. Right. So what's going on with Russ? I'm not sure what is with Russ, man. It's like it's up and down. Like sometimes he'll throw the ball 
um, accurately, and then they'll drop it. Like, so they're not in sync yet with each other. Then sometimes he's throwing the ball on the ground, throwing it behind the receiver. I'm not sure what it is, but I will say this, right? This just to give him some, some encouraging advice because he's doing pretty good late in the game. Mm-hmm. Last game, fourth quarter drive, we seen some rust. Yeah. We, we seen yeah. some slippery passes, you know, Finally. get out the way. Yeah. Boom. Like, we seen it. Fighting for first downs. So, I think that Russ is still there. I think he still can cook a little bit. He just got to find a kitchen. Do you, you <laughs> got to find a kitchen? Do, do you expect him to do more cooking or burning it down? Because we saw one good drive out of but, twelve. But that that might be the spark you need. Yeah, that might, be, might be the confidence you need. So now going forward, <laughs> whatever it is, but I, I, you got to go on that. This leap of faith. Oh well, speaking of leap of faith. I got a leap of all types of faith because tonight Cooper Rush and them Dallas Cowboys Cooper take over Rush. the Giants. Now, I can't say I'm a Cowboys fan, quarterback, but baby. I'm a Show Cooper Rush fan, okay? We come, when we come back, we're talking about if Cooper Rush can enhance that quarterback controversy that owner Jerry Jones, not a man Lacho, Jerry Jones said right. last week. That's right. Come on, Cooper. The head man. We Let's go, Coop. Let's go, Coop. Man, can we get right to it? We get it. Cooper Rush started tonight. Dak Prescott hurt. Jerry Jones wants a quarterback controversy. Bring us on, Cam, so we can have some fun, please. Dave Hellman, do you expect uh, Cooper Rush to enhance this quarterback controversy tonight? So, uh, two, two thoughts. No, he's Cooper Rush. Like, I think he'll play well. He said no. <laughs> it's going to enhance the controversy because it's the Dallas Cowboys. You were running this show, Acho, so we're going to talk about it regardless. So, I guess my answer is yes, even though – it shouldn't be. Shady? Yes. Uh, Rush hour is coming. <laughs> I'll say this right now. Listen. Spot the Eagles players on the set. First of can. all, in primetime games, what's his numbers? 2-0. Two, 2-0. Two and oh. two and oh. Hasn't lost. And it's about to be? Can't lose. 3-0. Three three oh. Listen. You can't lose. Don't worry about no Dak Prescott's finger or, or, or thumb. Don't worry about it. You know why? Because they got Cooper. Yeah. yeah. Whisper it. Yeah, Let's of go, course Cooper. he's going to enhance the quarterback controversy. How bad would he have to play? To end it, you don't have to have a Nathan Peterman game. Yeah. You all act like he went out there and blew, blew the roof off. He was 19 yeah. of 31 oh. for 235 yards and one touchdown. I'll take 230. I'll take you know that. how bad he would have to play to get rid of this quarterback controversy? Can I make a statement? 230 yards. Let me Shady's over there. One, one, like one statement, Shady. 2016, you know Dak Prescott got MVP bowl, right? Yep. 2016. He averaged 229 yards and 1.4 touchdowns. He won 11 straight games. Wow. They went 13 and 3, sir. Let's go, Cooper. They went 13 You, you got to win one before is you this, win 11. Is this, is this number two out of 11? Is that what you're telling it's me? It's a run. Okay. It's a run. Right, We've seen here. it before. What you say about Tom Brady? He started as a backup, He's right? T- right. I didn't know he'd be that. We're going to be that for us to Tom Brady. The story. You never know. Stories. We trust in you, baby. It's rush hour. Can we get it to rush hour? It's rush hour. 